You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Ten minutes after nine, South African time. It's a beautiful evening. It's a beautiful night. Of course, it's uh, uh, one of our auspicious night of uh, Laylatul Jumu'ah. Uh, let's welcome the listeners of Marakat Sahaba, the voice of Ahlus Sunnah wal Jama'ah. Uh, let's welcome all those listeners who are listening to us via Radio Garden, via the app, via Smart Bilal app, via Radio Chrome, via Radio ZA, whatever. Uh, and unfortunately, I know our Merkaz Sahaba, the modic, the decoders are currently off. They are busy working on it, but I see there are a lot of listeners, mashallah, who are tuning and listening to us this evening. And of course, it's time for our discussion. Myself and uh, myself and my beloved Ustad, Hazrat Mulana Salim Karim Dhamad Barakatuhum from Lady Smith. Our topic this evening is uh, uh, how to inculcate love and respect and muhabba in the ummah. That's our topic this evening. How to inculcate love and respect and muhabba in the ummah. It's, it's, it's a very, very deep topic. Because if my beloved Ustad, had, if he has to start going into deep with the word love, with the word respect, and the word ummah, I mean, let's ask ourselves, my beloved listeners of Marqa Sahaba, do we really care for each other? Do we really have love for each other? Are we really united with each other? Is there unity in the ummah? Let's ask ourselves those questions, my beloved listeners of Astafina to Ilal Jannah. I received a question today, Ustad. Um, after 51 years of marriage, uh, husband and wife, they want to call it quits. After 51 years of marriage. Now, I ask you one question. The topic, love and respect and muhabba in the ummah. Ustad, welcome to the program, the discussion. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Ustad. Wa alaykum as wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu Mulana ahlan wa sahlan wa marhaban to you and to our esteemed listeners You're signing up at far, Ustad? Uh, if you can come just closer to the mic, inshallah Can you hear me now, Mulana? Uh, come up a bit closer, Ustad, I still can't hear you Can you hear me now? Uh, much better, Ustad, much better Alhamdulillah Yeah, it is much better, Ji. Alhamdulillah, wa kafa wa salamun ala ibadihi al-lazina s-tafa. Amma ba'du fa'udhu billahi minash shaytanir rajeem. Bismillahir rahmanir rahim. Qala Allah ta'ala fi al-Qur'an al-Majid wa al-Furqan al-Habid. إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد وبارك وسلم قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم المرء مع من أحبه بلغ العلا بكماله كشف الدجا بجماله حسنت جميع خصاله صلوا عليه وآله اللهم صل على سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد وبارك وسلم فسهل يا إلهي كل صعب بحرمة سيد الأبرار سهل صدق الله مولانا اللغيم Respected listeners, brothers and sisters in Islam the greatest love and admiration for Rahmatul Ameen Muhammadur Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is to recite Durood and Salam upon him. Mm. And just for the benefit of our listeners in this dunya and for their benefits in the akhirat, <laughs> what benefits we emphasize over and over again that Recite durood and salam upon Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah will take away all your difficulties. 
a Sahabi came to the Prophet and said, Ya Rasulullah, I devote one third of my time reciting Durood and Salam upon you. Should I increase it or not? So Rasulullah said, Zid, increase it. After a while, he comes back. He puts the same question forward. Ya Rasulullah, half my time I devoted reciting Durood and Salam upon you. Should I increase it? Abu Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, Zid, comes back again and says, Ya Rasulullah, I have now decided to devote my entire time reciting Durood and Salam upon you. To this Rasulullah responded, then inshallah it's sufficient for you and Allah will ease all your matters of this dunya and Allah will grant you afiyah. Allah will fulfill all your needs and your desire. So subhanAllah, respected brothers, that is why we keep emphasizing the importance of reciting Guru Sharif. That's one of the most beautiful ways to express your love for Nabi Kareem. Sallallahu alayhi salatu wasalam. Just for the benefit of our listenership, it elevates one's rank in the year after. As Rasulullah said, Al-Mar'u ma'aman ahabba. That Allah will resurrect you on the day of Qiyamah with whom so you kept company and whoso you loved. So there are people in the Ummah who recite at least 10,000, 20,000 duruds, even more a day. They devote their entire time, morning and evening, just reciting durood and salam upon the Prophet the minimum quota which you and I, mm-hmm. if we really love the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, the minimum quota should be 300. Mm. And if you say that we can't read 300 times Duru Sharif on Rasulullah in a 24-hour period, then there's something definitely wrong with us. So what are some of the benefits in this dunya and akhirat? Mm-hmm. Allah will elevate one's rank in the year after. One benefit, the reciter will receive the reward of one pirat. Every time you recite Guru Sharif on Rasulullah, Allah Ta'ala will give you the reward of one pirat. And one pirat is equivalent to Mount Uhud. Hmm. And number three, his actions will be weighed on a huge scale. One other will mawazin al-qist. On the day of Qiyamah, our deeds and our mouths and books of records will be weighed. And inshallah, because of the great reward, his actions will be weighed on a huge scale. One who makes his entire dua compromise of Durood Sharif, such a dua will suffice for all his needs in this world and the year after. As I explained to you, that that Sahabi said that I want to dedicate my entire time reciting Durood and Salam upon Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and whatever dua you shall make, Allah will accept it and Allah will suffice for all his needs in this world and the year after. The first benefit Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam will be a witness for him. On the day of judgment, Rasulullah will intercede on our behalf. Those of us who practice on the sunnah of Rasulullah and recite the Guru Sharif abundantly on Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Guru sallallahu alayhi wa sallam will be a witness for him. What a great honor. Number six, the intercession of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam will become wajib for him. For those of us and all of us who recite Durood and Salam upon Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam will intercede on our behalf on the day of Qiyamah. Number seven, he will be saved from the wrath and anger of Allah. Mm. Number eight, he will be under the shade of the throne of Allah. Again, what an honor. And at the time of weighing of his actions, his scale of good actions 
will tilt in his favor. Mm-hmm. He will be granted the opportunity of being present at Hawze Kawsar, the fountain of Kawsar. Allah Ta'ala's Habib, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, will personally present to you from this beautiful water which is known as Hawze Kawsar. Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam with his own hands will present it to you. Allahu Akbar. He will be saved from the dust on the day of judgment. When the sun will be moving over our head, we'll be sweating, some of us till our ankles, some of us till our knees, some of us chest high, some of us above our head, depending on the gunas we have committed. But he will be saved from the dust on the day of judgment. We can see on a hot spotting day, how thirsty we feel, even the animals, the birds, inshallah, it's nice sometimes, you know, take a bowl of water, leave it out in the garden, leave it on your windowsill, or leave it in a place where the birds and the insects and Allah's creations can also quench their thirst. Great sawab and great reward. Okay. And number 12, you will be granted freedom from the fire of Jahannam. Just by saying, Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa ala ali Muhammad kama sallayta ala Ibrahim wa ala ali Ibrahim innaka hamidum majid Allahumma barik ala Muhammad wa ala ali Muhammad kama barakta ala Ibrahim wa ala ali Ibrahim Number 13, he will cross the bridge of full Sirat with ease, like lightning. He will cross over and go and enter into Jannat. And on the day of Qiyamah, the reciter of Guru Sharif will be close to Nabi Kareem. That is why I read to you that Hadith. So, if we love Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and recite durood and salam upon Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the reciter of Duru Sharif will be close to Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Number 15, he will acquire closeness in the court of Allah and his Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And inshallah, those of us who will recite durood, it will be a source of nur on your forehead. Those of us who will recite durood constantly, hmm. it will be written, Bariyatun minan nifaq. That this individual, she is free from hypocrisy. Allah, what a stamp, what a comment. She, that Allah Ta'ala is testifying that this banda who recited Burur and Salam upon Rasulullah is free from hypocrisy. And number 17, it is a means of acquiring forgiveness mm. from one's son. So, friends, there are almost like 34 benefits. Inshallah, we'll give you the balance of the 17 on the next occasion. But for now, Inshallah, we'll at least Allah Ta'ala give you and me tawfiq. Spend this night in ibadat. Cry to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He shed tears. He, as it is mentioned, what should we be doing? A great alim wrote, the Hazrat Sufyan Suri Rahmatullahi, very great wali of Allah. Mm-hmm. He said something so important that you see the moment we open our mouth, the and the Suli Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam gave nasihat to the Ummah, don't say anything from your mouth without verifying and for which you have to apologize tomorrow. Soch samaj kar baat karo. Think properly before you utter a word or a statement. It's like a bullet. Once it leaves the chamber of the gun, you cannot retrieve that bullet back again. So, Hazrat Sufyan Suri Rahmatullah, this great wali of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, 
هذا زمان السكور In today's time, the best thing to do is to remain silent. Allahumma. Man samata najah. Whoever shall remain silent, he will always be successful. Man kana yuminu billahi wal yawmil aqid. Fal yakul khaira o la yasmat. That whoever believes in Allah and the day of Qiyamah, either he says, fal yakul khairan, either he says something good, or he remained silent. <laughs> so alhamdulillah, respected brothers, we have a beautiful way of life. So always talk good about your Muslim brother. Because our topic is, how do we foster love? Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, if you love your Muslim brother, then make it known to him that I love you for the sake of Allah. And if you dislike your Muslim brother, Because of his amals and deeds, gee, not because of personal reasons, mm-hmm. then make it known to him. It's a sign of your kami iman. So Hadrat Sufyan Suri Rahmatullahi made this beautiful nasihat, said, Haza zamanu sukut. In today's time, it is better to remain silent. Wala zumul buyut. Stay indoors. The moment you venture out of your house, you're either going to be a zalim or a mazloom. Oh, no. There's no need for us to leave our homes unnecessarily. How If there is a necessity, Murana, mm. then fine, go. But in today's time, stick to your home. Remain at home. Be indoors. And the third thing he said, وَالرَّوَابِلْقُودْ <laughs> Be happy with what Allah has given to you. Be content till the day you die. Don't complain to Allah. Be happy with Allah Ta'ala's decision. What beautiful words. Hazar Zaman is support. We're looking for safety and security. One of the best ways is to remain silent. Number two, stick to our homes. And number three, Be happy with Allah's decision, whatever rosy He's given to you, till the day you die. Al-Bazazatu min al-Iman. Simplicity is part of our life. We all are stranded financially. We are financially strapped. We cannot do much. Haq. But let me say you a very beautiful dua of Hadrat Khizr alayhi salatu wasalam. And this, there's an incident mentioned by Hazrat Abu Bakr Katsani Rahmatullah mm-hmm. that he said one day I was in, in a different, desperate state and in my dream somebody came and gave me this dua to read. And when we did a little research of where this dua comes from, it is Hazrat Khizr alayhi salatu wasalam. If we read this dua after every namaz as much as possible, Allah Park will open the doors of richness and Allah Ta'ala will make you satisfied with whatever you have been given. See, we are not satisfied with whatever Allah has given us. We all want to live a life of happiness and comfort. So if there is a beautiful dua to read, is this beautiful dua of Hazrat Salam. And what is that dua? Ya Latifam bi khalqihi. Allah Park is Latif. Allahu Latifun bi'ibadihim. Yarzuku man yashahu. Wa huwa al-qawiyyul aziz. So Hazrat Abu Bakr Tatani Rahmatullah says that somebody gave me this dua, read this dua to me. And I bihafed it. And in the morning when I woke up, this dua was on my tongue. What was that dua? Which we learn it. And you can write it. Ya Latifun bi'khalqihi. Ya Aliman bi-khalqihi. Ya Khabiram bi-khalqihi. Ultuf bi. Ya Latifu. Ya Alimu. Ya Khabir. Subhanallah. Ya Latifan bi-khalqihi. Ya Aliman bi-khalqihi. Oh Allah, you are so kind to your creation. Oh Allah, you are so knowledgeable about your creation. 
Oh Allah, you are so khabir. Allah, you know everything. Allah, you are well versed, well regarding your ummah, regarding your creation. Allah, you know everything that goes through their heart and soul. Pulse of peace. I'm asking you, be kind to me because you are Ya Latifu, Ya Alimu, Ya Khabir. Respected brothers, learn this dua. Ya Latifan bi khalqihi, Ya Aliman bi khalqihi, Ya Khabiran bi khalqihi, Ultuf bi la Ya Latifu, Ya Alimu, Ya Khabir. One. Number two, Imam Awzai Rahmatullah gave some beautiful amals and tips how that Allah Ta'ala will increase your rosy and sustenance. Because we all are going through a difficult time. So many of our brothers are retrenched. People's homes are repossessed. They are on the streets. Some of us are on the verge of suicide because I'm owing millions of rands mm. and I don't have the means to pay. Don't lose <coughs> hope. La taqnatu min rahmatillah. Read these duas. Learn it. Or Allah say mangte rahu. Keep asking Allah. Beg Allah. So Imam Awzai rahmatullah gave the beautiful dua and nasihat as well. And he said, if you want Allah to open the doors of risk and sustenance to you, then try and do qiyamun layl. Mm. In other words, get up for tahajjud namaz. Half an hour before fajr namaz, read two rakats, four rakats, six rakats. How many rakats? At least two rakats if you can't. If you are late, then at least read two rakats. Tahajjud salah. Before your first. See, half an hour before Fajr Azan, inshallah, the time starts right from midnight right up till, inshallah, before Fajr. Give your tahajjud salah. If you do that. Number two, al-istighfar bil ashar. Make a lot of istighfar. Astaghfirullah. 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 Inclusive. Number three, give a lot of sadaqah. A lot of charity. And number four, make a lot of zikr of Allah. We are doing it every day, but let us focus. Do our duty with beauty. So inshallah, let us be pardoned of the hajjud salah. Number two, let's make a lot of istighfar. Mm. Number three, give a lot of charity. Yes, I may be struggling, but I have a tin man. Allah Pak is not looking at volume. Allah Ta'ala is looking at your ikhlas. You may give that five rand that you have. Yes, I am in dire state. I need it. But somebody comes, here's a beggar, here's an old lady, here's an orphan child, and cries for some food or some help. Can you take that five rand and give it to them? compared to somebody who wants to give 5,000 rands because he's just doing it because it's a duty. No. Yeah, somebody in dire straits and you can see the man or the woman is struggling and you yourself need that money but you say, never mind for the pleasure of Allah. Let me give it. So give that sadaqah. The more you give in the path of Allah, see, the more Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will provide for you. And number four, make a lot of zikr. Subhanallah, every morning from Monday to Saturday, you have the ummah up, making the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And through this beautiful zikr, Allah ta'ala protects the entire community. Allah protects everyone in that country. Allah ta'ala protects the entire ummah <laughs> just by a few of us making and engaging in the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, yes, this dua of Qadr al-Khidr alayhi salam, Ya Latifan bi khalqihi, Ya Aliman bi khalqihi, Ya Khabiran bi khalqihi, Ultuf bi, Ya Latifu, Ya Alimu, Ya Khabiran. And then Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Keep your children, your wives, your neighbors, teach them Surah Mulk. 
We favor one child over the other. Yes. Or we overpraise our children. Or those who are high flyers in our family, we want more time and respect for them than the ones that are a bit slow. Because remember, in the factory of Allah, nobody is worthless. Mm. We have we set very high criteria and goals for our children. And when they cannot meet up to expectation, each child is different. Five fingers are not the same. So coming back to the question of the sister, mm-hmm. one of the best ways to do that is to always think that the person in front of me is better than one. Be the first to apologize, even if you are right. Be the first person to extend the hand of friendship and say, please forgive me for the sake of Allah. Mm. Exchange gifts with each other. One. Number three, help each other. Never mind, inshallah. Let me help my brother. Let me help my sister. Make some khidmat. Make salam to them whenever you see them. This is the best way to foster muhabbat. Greet them. They don't want to greet you. You go and make it your duty. Yes, and you have to yes. say loudly in front of them. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. This is the power of dua. Ya muqallib al qulub. سبق قلبي على دينك اللهم ألف بين قلوبنا الله ينايت الوحات so two rakat salat al-tahajjud two rakat salat al-hajad and make dua to Allah keep knocking at that door it will open you try it once you try it twice don't give up <laughs> keep trying they will push you away they will say nasty things to you you don't give up hope. You keep going on and saying, please forgive me for the pleasure of Allah. If I said anything wrong, I did anything wrong, oh, be the first one to seek forgiveness. So, no, no, that's one way of how to remove, to make dua for each other. Husband and wife reading namaz, we forget to make dua for each other. You want to know how to bring muhabbat between husband and wife? Mm. See, when you're making dua, cry to Allah. Allah bless my husband. Allah grant him afiyat. Allah create muhammad between us and our children. Dua mangdir ho. So these are some of the things that we should do. Because Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, a time will come in my ummah. Hazrat Zayfa bin Yamani, radiyallahu ta'ala narayt, this beautiful hadith, that three things are priceless and are valuable. And a time will come in my ummah. These three aspects will be so precious, you cannot put a price tag to it. Number one is a one dirham of halal earnings. No, no, there will be plenty of wealth in this dunya, but all of them from haram earnings, doubtful earnings. People will have so much of money, Mulana. People will be looking to give out their zakat. Each one will say, take mine. I got so much. I can't take zakat. You take from me. Each one of us. Allah will open the floodgates of wealth upon us. But the question here is, all that wealth that we have accumulated, this is from halal earnings. <laughs> so three things are priceless. One dirham of halal earnings. And you know, it's my sweat money. It's my hard-earned money. Alhamdulillah, I'm feeding myself and my children. You'll find a big difference, Malana. If sometimes our du'as are not accepted, we're feeling this clumsiness, we're feeling this lethargicness in us. Why isn't our du'as? Why don't we feel excited about our ibadah? Something is gone, something is gone wrong. We're reading the same namaz, we're reading the same du'as, but no difference. Mm-hmm. One of the key factors that brings about this, Malana, is... Halal rosy. Am I feeding my family halal rosy? Rasulullah said, one dirham of halal will be so priceless, so, so valuable that you'll have to make color of it. Number two is a sincere friend. Today, this dunya is full of matlab. Mm. If I want something from you, I will befriend you, I will praise you, I will do anything. And once I've achieved my maqsid from you, I'm not saying all of us, no, no. some of us are masters in manipulating. We know the art 
of how to take out money for my Indahim. I said, dear friend, is that friend, when you see him, he will remind you of Allah. When you see that friend, by associating with him, you must increase your Islamic knowledge. And number three, he must be able to tell you your mistakes and faults. Mm. That's not a good friend who knows that you are doing wrong. And he's condoning it and keeping silent. It is incumbent on you if you have a sincere friend. And you know he's going off the line. He's going off the track. Talk to him. Take him one side. Huck. Don't embarrass him in front of people. Don't mock him. Mm. Don't scream at him. Don't shout at him. Don't judge him. Take him one side with love and understanding. Explain to him that what you're doing is haram. Mm. We have Mona, we have lots of friends. We know their children are up to mischief. It's my duty to go and bring it to the attention of father and mother that See, your son, this is what I have observed. Please talk to your son. Some parents will rebuke you and tell you, mind your own business. Mm. My child can never do this. It's fine. You did your duty. You saw a wrong being done. See, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Man ra'a minkum munkiran, whoever sees a wrong being done, fal yugayir hubiyadi. Go and stop it with your hands. In other words, if you have the authority, then stop it. So inshallah, we're talking about three things that are going to be priceless. Is a sincere friend. And the fourth quality of a good friend is in times of difficulty, when you ask him for help, he's ever ready to do so. And that's the real time that comes. Who is really a good friend? And thirdly, the sunnah of Rasulullah. Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, a time will come in my ummah that to hold on to the sunnah of Rasulullah, it will be like holding hot charcoal in your hand, which is a very difficult task to do. But you'll find people, ulamai haq, ulamai rabbani, irrespective. They may be a small jamaat, a small community, but they will hold on to the Quran and the sunnah. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq for You know, one day, Hadrat Isa alayhi salatu wassalam and Shaitan, they had a discussion. So Hadrat Isa alayhi salam saw Shaitan with four donkeys. Mm. And he asked the Shaitan, what are these donkeys carrying? Mm-hmm. So Shaitan said, yeah, one of them are carrying zulum. Sure. This is for the kings and for the rulers. You can just see what the kings and the rulers of countries are doing. They're killing their own people. They're destroying the infrastructure of their own countries. They're destroying the country. So, Shaitan said to Hazrat Salam, one of them is carrying zulum. And this is for the kings and leaders. The other donkey is carrying Hasad. Jealousy. Mm. And this you will find prevalent amongst the ulama. Allah protect all of us. Ameen. Allah give us ikhlas. Ameen. If there is any hasad in our heart, Allah Ta'ala cleanse it and fill it with ikhlas and muhabbat. Ameen. So, Iblis said to Hadrat Isa salam, the second donkey is carrying hasad and you'll find this prevalent amongst the ulama. The third donkey is carrying pride. And this is for the landlord who owns huge buildings, huge properties. They put a lot of pride. And the fourth Iblis, that is fourth donkey that he's carrying, is tricks. Makar, you know. And for who is this makar and tricks? Is women. Rasulullah said, I'm not fearful of wealth for my ummah. I'm fearful about women who will turn the head of educated and pious people. Mm, mm, Allah Ta'ala mm, protect mm, us. Mm, so mm, you can mm, see what is happening in the ummah, Mughana. So mm, for us as the ummah of Rasulullah, there's three basic things. You want mm, to foster love, make salam, afshuf salam abaynakum. Mm, 
We said there's a there's a uh, there's a mother uh, who's waiting for your answer, and she says that it's anonymous ma. She says that my two daughters are not speaking to each other, Molana Salim. It's going for three years now. Both are saying to each other they don't need each other. One is telling the other, don't come for my mayat when I die. This is affecting me, Molana Salim, as a mother. I wish their daddy, their dad was alive to guide them. I need your du'as, ma, anonymous, ustad. Now, what went wrong here, ustad? Both the sisters, they, they're not seeing eye to eye. Allahumma rabbi yassir, wala tu'assir, wa tammin min khayr. Allah, make it easy. Rabbi yassir, wala tu'assir. Allah, don't make it difficult. Wa tammin min khayr. You see, this is crying, Mulana. Uh-huh. Again, this is the biggest contributing factor of this unity in the family. Because I am better than you. Here is a mother who gave birth. All of them came from the same womb. Sila Rehbi. Family ties is of utmost. What's the sense reading the mouth? What's the sense yes. making big big and doing all this? None of it will be accepted by Allah. Mm. You're supposed to be talking to your Muslim brother. And whoever breaks ties for more than three days, none of his ibadat is accepted by Allah. Here is three years of not making salam. And who gives you the right, or me the right, Mawlana, to dictate who's going to come to my janaza and who's going to come to my mayyad. Once my eyes close, I'm out of circulation. I'm out of control. Yes, when you're alive, you can make all those comments and statements. So our dua is the mother should try everything. Maybe get the uncles or the aunts, inshallah, and try to speak to them. You know, what is the thing that's causing? Well, sometimes as parents also, we're not cheating. I'm not saying in this instance, but I'm just saying generally. Sometimes, you know, we have a bit of favoritism amongst our kids. Gee, somebody's a little fair in complexion. Somebody's a little dark. Somebody's a bit clever. Somebody's a bit weak. Gee, so sometimes as parents, we make this mistake and we start choosing. So remember, children are very sensitive. Mm-hmm. Today you have this cry from children that my mother never loved me. She never gave me the love that she gave to yes, my other brothers. Yes, You know, so this all starts right from young. So Rasulullah said, you must do justice with your children. You must love each one equally. And I said to you one day, the hadith of the Prophet Wasallam, an incident the Sahabi brings his wife and his child to Rasulullah and he wants Rasulullah to be a witness to that, to say that I've gifted this child, my, uh, gifted my son this gift. Uh, yeah, Rasulullah, I want you to be a witness. Rasulullah looked at him and asked him, this gift that you're giving to your son, did you give it to all your children equally as well? Or is it specially that you're giving to this particular child? The Mafu of the Hadith is. And he said, Ya Rasulullah, no, I just want to give it to this particular son, son of mine. Mm. Rasulullah was so angry with the Sahabi and said, do you want me to be a witness in, in an injustice? Go back and treat all your children fairly and equally. So sometimes, Morana, as parents, uh, there's a bit of favoritism. Uh, maybe the younger one or the elder one, the middle ones always have a difficulty. Maybe the second child he always has a difficulty because now they came second, the first child, all the attention was there, the second child doesn't get the attention. These are general things that happen in, in families, Morana. So the bottom line here is, Morana, as parents, we should be very fair and just with all our children. So may Allah Ta'ala make it easy for the senior person, a mother that is crying. I mean. They both born from one womb, Morana. And they're behaving in this way, breaking the heart of their mother. Mm. Oh, no, no, it's a very sad thing to do. What they are doing, their children are going to do the same thing. Don't you think, so uh, 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 Don't you think maybe uh, they should get uh, maybe from both the, uh, her daughters, because both the both the two daughters are married. Maybe the husbands get involved. No, Ustad, you think that's healthy? No. Oh, no, Alhamdulillah, get a third party. The better uh, way to do this, oh, uh, Inshallah. If there's a marriage dispute, bring one representative from the husband's side, one from the wife's side. Yes, get an independent arbitrator. Yes. Get them together, inshallah, in a neutral venue. And for the pleasure of Allah, 
talk to them first individually. What is the problem? There's a few places, Mulana, you it's allowed to speak lies. First of all, lies is haram. But sometimes Sharia will allow you to speak a lie. And one of the occasions is that when you're trying to bring peace between two fighting factions or two fighting brothers or sisters, you can say to them, you know what, your sister is very remorseful for what has happened. She forgive her. She's asking you for forgiveness. No, she didn't tell you that. Hmm, yes. Using yes. your wisdom and saying that, okay, you know what, never mind. Uh, she's prepared to forgive you whatever happened. So in those circumstances where you can bring peace between two parties, Sharia says you're allowed to speak a lie. See? So there's no guna in there. So to help the situation, you ask the question, the right thing to do is to get a neutral arbitrator, maybe an alim, maybe in, in this case an alima better. I think women relate to women better. Inshallah, Allah has kept mercy in, the, in, in, in women generally. So maybe an alima, a counselor, or somebody senior in the family, inshallah, to intervene and somewhat bring about love and muhabbat between each other. I see the mother says, Jazakumullah khairan, Mawana Salim. I have tried to call them tomorrow for Juma lunch. But both are asking who's coming there. <laughs> I think no. there's too much hatred to start. <laughs> no, no, that's one way, inshallah, Aziz, no problem. Mulana, she must still continue to invite both of them. Inshallah, Aziz. And if those two sisters are listening to what you and I are saying, mm. we're not saying it from our pockets, Mulana. Tonight is a night of forgiveness. Yes, Ustad. Mm. Tonight is a night of mercy and kindness for the sake of Allah, for the pleasure of Allah. Let bring a smile back on your mother's face. That's what I'm saying to them. I'm begging those two sisters for the pleasure of Allah. Sure. At least once tomorrow, if your mother closes your eyes, it will be too late. No use sobbing at the janaza because she didn't want to see you sobbing at the janaza. She wanted to see you alive. Allah, all my children are smiling. They won, and we are all one family. That will bring joy and love and muhabbat. And when she leaves this dunya, she leaves this dunya happy, not with a heavy heart. So swallow our pride and arrogance and humble yourself and beg your mother for forgiveness and make her happy in this dunya. Mm. Ustad, but it's so sad to see, I mean, in today's times, I don't know if Ustad heard of it, where you see blood brothers, I mean, not speaking to each other. See, now look at this blood, this is blood sisters hating each other, Ustad. It's like they want to kill each other. I mean, is this a sign of Kiamat, Ustad, or what? It's a sign of Qiyamah, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, people will ill-treat their parents. And they will have great respect for their friends, mm. but they will show great disrespect for their parents. It's a, it's a sign of Qiyamah. It's happening virtually in every home. Allah ta'ala protect our homes from mm. such type of azab and wala and musibat. We create a mahal of deen, inshallah, mm. get alims, Go for lectures, go for ta'aleem. Inshallah, read Islamic literature of the akhlaq of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. It will bring about a realization and reality in our lives. Mm. This is our appeal to all our listeners. Tonight may be the last night. Gee, maybe your mother will be alive. Yes, that yes. sister will be alive. No use crying tomorrow. As somebody said, you know, if you love somebody, inshallah, show them the love and the respect in this dunya. Once they are gone, it's too late. So you're sending flowers to the Kabristan to put, but when I was alive, you never came and made salam to me. You never spoke to me, and I did you nothing. I tried my best every day. to making dua to Allah. Say, Allah, soften the heart of my brother. Or Allah, soften the heart of my sister. But sometimes some people are just not, you know, material uh, for making peace. It's very sad that they leave this dunya with such, you know, ill feelings. I don't know how we're going to face Allah Ta'ala on the day of Qiyamah. It's too late, Mulana. The azab of Jahannam and Qabr is so severe that it's better you suffer the consequences in this dunya, make peace in this dunya, and go to Allah Ta'ala with a clean slate. 
Allah Akbar Ustad. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept us Ustad. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put muhabbat and soften the hearts of many many listeners who are listening this evening I see somebody says you're from Woodbank uh, Respect is a very very important thing um, But a lot of people don't value respect uh, Ustad Well see there's something written very nicely I said you know mm-hmm. An Arab poet said something mm-hmm. Don't be deceived by the dress of a person having many patches or his pants are above his ankle or a sajda mark on his forehead until you have tested him in monetary mm. or business transaction. Don't be deceived by the dress of a person having many patches or his pants are above his ankles, and his father the sunnah, or a sajda mark. A lot of people, mashallah, a lot of sujood, you find a black mark, the round mark on the forehead. Alhamdulillah. But until you have tested him in monetary and business matters. Mm. See, it is a saying here, Mulana. If in his hometown people praise him, in the market his colleagues acknowledge him, mm. And in journey, his companions praise him, then indeed he is a pious and good person. So may Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq. That's a true friend. Deen ka har kaam sunnat hai. Deen ka har kaam sunnat hai. Every act of the religion is an act of sunnah. So may Allah Ta'ala. Amin. Create love and unity and muhabbat amongst us. Allah forgive our gunas and sins and just cry to Allah, keep crying. And as I said, what Sophia Sori said, this is a time that we are going through. Just be silent, stay at home, and be happy with Allah's decision. Whatever Allah has given to you. Be happy, express gratitude till the day you die. Mm. May Allah give us Allahu Akbar. Very, very, very well said from our beloved, honorable, respected Fadilatul Ustad, Hazrat Mulana Salim Karim, Damad Barakatuhum. Well, we will be speaking to Ustad again tomorrow, inshallah, between 10 to half past 10 with our nikah programs, inshallah. We do have about two or three nikah announcements tomorrow. And of course, tomorrow morning we will be with you again from 4 to 6 with our program as Safina to Ilal Jannah. From myself and our beloved senior Ustad, uh, and of course, our beloved engineer, Allahumma Hadina Wahdibina Wahdina Sajamia. Assalamu alaikum. ورحمة الله وبركاته